Good morning, Flagler County. This is Danielle Anderson, your host of Lifeline, the radio show connecting you to positivity here in our community. And we have the theater in the house this morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> it's a merry band of mischief I think we might have coming at us. So <laughs> we like to um, let's get started with the big news here in our community, the, the name change um, for the Flagler Auditorium. You want to get started with us, Amelia? Sure. Um, we have. Wait, so tell people who you are and what you do. I'm Amelia Fulmer, and I'm the director of the Fitzgerald Performing Arts Center at Flagler Auditorium. Um, The venue was named after Dennis Fitzgerald almost 10 years ago by the school board. So we've decided to kind of rebrand and use that, and it's also been a great way to retell the story of how we came to be, that the community voted for us to be here on, on a bond issue, and it was built for the entire community as well as the students. Now, we're pretty busy, and it's it continually is a more and more of a challenge to be open for everyone in the community because we have over 100 events a year. I was going to say, are we starting to outgrow the, the venue? Well, you know, there's, there can never be enough arts venues. <laughs> That's a good, a good we answer. We had 22,500 tickets sold last season in 10 months. Wow. So that's a lot of folks coming in and out. And those are those professional shows and also community shows? School shows, community shows, and professional shows. That's a lot of a lot of stuff. Keep you busy, right? Yes, yes, it does. It's, it's a wonderful thing, though, <laughs> to know that the arts are alive. Well, speaking of being alive, thank you, John, for being here. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so actually, John is probably one of my favorite people in the theater. Um, do you want to tell folks who you are and what you do? Uh, John Spordone. I'm uh, artistic director over at City Repertory Theater, uh, which is at City Marketplace downtown. We are a small, innovative place, and we like to do crazy things. Uh, And sitting next to me (laughs) on my left is Diane Ellitson, who is the managing director of City Repertory Theater, and she knows a hell of a lot more than I do, so let her do the talking. She's the mastermind behind all of it. (laughs) I hate when he does that to me. It's giving credit where credit is due, right? Yes. Co-founder with John Spordone, we worked uh, at the Flagler Playhouse before we decided to venture out on our own and uh, create City uh, City Repertory Theater. So we're really pleased to be in our thir- beginning our 13th season. Uh, it's quite an accomplishment for a very small 50-seat theater. Um, and so we are looking forward to engaging more and more of the community as well as the surrounding counties. So when we look at it here, really, we have our largest venue and actually our smallest venue Mm. for performing arts right here in our community. Is that right? Do we think so? I think so. Mm -hmm. So so when you're doing these small, like you guys put on some of the most incredible shows anywhere, how do you get all of that entertainment into that venue? Well, it starts with having an extraordinarily strong core of actors. And as you know, we work with and have developed from teenagers a whole category of wonderful actors and actresses who are now in their late 20s and 30s. And then we have the Broadway folk who have retired to the area who enjoy working in our theater because we do special kinds of shows that allow them to stretch and tax their abilities. So... Uh, you know, that's how it's done. I mean, and we 
rely heavily on people like Amy, who had that wonderful auditorium over there and is probably the most generous person in the arts that we've run into in the 20 years that I've been here. So, you know. So it ties back into the arts and education that's coming up. Is that when we're supporting the teachers and the students through arts and education, you know, how does that kind of set the stage for them to go on to, to other things? Well, I think we're all learners for our entire lives. So when you say arts education, you know, every time you step in your performance theater, CRT is a performance theater. So they actually bring their own performances and put them together there. So you got to tell me every day people are learning, even if they're accomplished actors. That's the reason they do it is because they want to continue to learn in their craft. Um, we are a presenting theater at Fitzgerald, so we bring people that have already come to the point where they do this for a living. It's their day job is to come and do these national tours. Um, so it's a little different. Our theaters are very different, but when it comes to arts education, everybody's always growing and learning. Um, you know, of course, our students are the most important because they're the, where it starts. And John talked about the fact that, you know, he's bringing, they bring teenagers in and they, they teach them up and raise them up. And these are students who are also learning through FPC and learning those technical skills right there, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the most extraordinary technical people that I have run into in my over 50 years doing theater is Jack Nibelin, who is the, the gentleman who runs all the tech at uh, Flagler Auditorium. And he has a true passion for students. Um, so many of those students find him to be a mentor, um, not just on a learning theater, but also as a as a human being. And we've seen the kids who've grown up on the Flagler Auditorium stage now transitioning onto the stage at CRT. Sure, and Matanzas as well. Let's right. not forget. And the uh, fact that the that there is part of the curriculum, the classes are available for the students to take to learn about it without those classes they may not be aware of arts and what it can do for them in their day-to-day life you know so the month of may is always dedicated to the musical our high school musical and those students actually build the sets they design the sets they do the sound and they do the lights if you come to the high school musical you will not see mr neighborlin or any of the adults sitting in the sound booth because all of the cues everything they're, they guide them, but they're learning as they perform. And then when they leave, I recognize their names a lot of times when they come over to CRT. Mm. Um, but also, <laughs> if they are involved with CRT, that's a ch- another chance in this community for them to work with professionals. Our students sometimes get to work with professionals. Like last year, we had the Ballet of Ukraine. We've had Canadian Brass for the band. We always have the military bands, and they do workshops but also what people don't really know is there's classes every single day at the Fitzgerald Performing Arts Center that have students learning the craft of being the backstage, being the support model. And that's, that in itself is not easy sometimes for a teenager to take that back seat and to be the person that everyone relies on. So all everybody that's on the stage that you see, they're fantastic, but they would not get any of it done if they didn't have this, the backstage. And those are the folks, when the professional shows come, they're, they're helping support the show, aren't they? Right. And those are the people that they come and they load in those shows. The students do. They have to work 40 hours as a volunteer for school shows. 
in order to become employed as a stagehand. Wow. So we actually employ them as a stagehand. And you'll see the professionals come in and kind of roll their eyes when they see students loading them in because they think it's going to be, uh, you know, kind of a bunch of kids. And then when they leave, they tell us how impressed they are and how amazed that they were and how great it was to have so much help and to have help that understands that servant attitude. That's what I think that um, Jack Nieberlin and, and Cole Seaver build is to teaching those kids to be have a servant attitude about it. Um, it's hard to get teenagers to think that way. But you at CRT, you have you done any of the summer shows for students anymore? Are you still doing them? Sure, sure. We we started a program, and uh, D and I said from the beginning our summer workshops are going to be completely free, and we're looking for ten to. 12, 15 serious students who want to learn because we run them through the gamut of all of the basics of what it means to be a performer and what it means to respect the art that we're working in as actors and an extraordinary. And we've been very fortunate uh, to have uh, marvelous performers who have stayed with us over the years and uh, a couple of them are now in New York and enjoying working around, uh, doing things that they've always dreamed of doing, which is great. Uh, so, yeah, that's our summer program. But our, I think what we pride ourselves on is doing shows that are unique. And even if you've heard the title before, we try to work it in a way in which you've never seen it before. <laughs> Uh, and this season, we have uh, some extraordinary shows that are just over-the-top exciting for us to bring uh, and to, to work on. So we're going to take a commercial break, and we're going to come back and get into the fun stuff. What's coming up for the new season at City Repertory Theater? We'll be right back. wanted to come back to Pompos where I live and they gave me the opportunity to work with them. What we're trying to do is really help provide more efficiency in how government officials are being able to see their data and so that they can also improve the type of um, decision making. Hey, who's taking care of your air conditioner? If you don't have somebody good, give me a call. My name's Kyle. I've been doing air conditioning in Flagler County for 13 years. I'm now with Quantum AC. We look forward to being your air conditioning company. If you haven't had a checkup in a while, you really should. Call Kyle's cell phone number anytime. Okay. I'm Joe Wright, Quantum AC, part of the Quantum family. 586-9039. I look forward to your call. 586-9039. All right, we were right back here with a theater in the house, and we're going to talk about the 13th season for City Repertory Theater. And also, Amelia, what number season is this for the, the Fitzgerald Performing Arts Center? It's like 30-something, right? 33, I think. So you guys have been around the block a little while. Started in 1991. <laughs> All right, John, so can you tell us a little bit about the season? Sure. It's probably one of our most innovative seasons yet. Well, we start with something conventional. It's a play called I Love You. You're perfect. Now change. <laughs> it's a musical comedy. It's hilarious. And some of those students who had graduated Matanzas and, and PFC now are, are FPC are now 
in their late twenties, early thirties, are featured in this show. So who's who's in the cast? Who uh, Lenise Fagundes. Oh, she's amazing. Yes, isn't she? As is uh, Philippa Rose. Absolutely amazing. This uh, post, Elizabeth Post. Liz, Liz Post is new to us. Uh, she's from down south. Bo Wade, who is assistant uh, artistic director, wonderful performer. <laughs> Has he been promoted? Yes. We've doubled his salary of zero. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Bo, Bo's really been like the breakout star over at CRT. That's cool. Uh, yeah, Bo, Bo is fabulous. Anyway, we've we got this wonderful cast. And Ben Beck is our music oh, director. Wow. And he is, is just terrific. Uh, and we open with this show on September 15th. Uh, we run the 15th through October 1st. Three, three weekends. Week, three weekends. Mm-hmm. So why should people come see the show? Because they're going to have a great time. Uh, and there's as, wine? As, as you know, you've been to the theater. And, uh, it's and, a musical. As, as I, I love sure. I love your theater. You know that when you're at CRT, you are part of the action. It's all intimate. It's up close. It's personal. And, and uh, these, these people, these actors who work with us, know how to work an audience. And I think that part of the um, mutual respect at CRT and the actors is that a lot of where the show, how the season is derived is because the actors that have worked with us say, you know, John will say, what do you think and what, what would you like to be in or something like that? And then he does the research on the shows and then it's like we try to combine it, put it into the schedule so that they can get what they want to sink their teeth into. That's pretty cool. So you give them the opportunity to work on projects well, they want. And, exactly. And, right. and as mm-hmm. I said, we have our, our most innovative season. Uh, here's, here's the show that that <laughs> you need to come and see. Uh-oh. We're doing uh, Edward Albee's. So you need Al- to come and Al- see all of them. <laughs> Edward Albee's Zoo Story is being teamed with a play called White Rabbit, Red Rabbit. Uh-oh. And the instructions of White Rabbit, Red Rabbit by the author is the one actor only gets the script when he or she walks on stage. So it's a complete improvisation with the script. It's an exciting, brilliant kind of thing that – and they can't see it ahead of time. Nobody, How do you prepare for something like you, that? You don't. You, it's your life. Yeah. All of your the acting actor. career that you do uh, ahead of time prepares you for that. And it's teamed, as I said, with Edward Albee's great one-act zoo story. When is that so coming out? When are you doing that? That, that is, uh, let me look, on October 13, 14, 15, and 16, one oh, weekend. Nice. And, and each, then, each, each, each performance is a different, a different actor. Oh, and wow. they don't get the script. And so they can't be there for any of the other performances. Did you make them sign a thing where they can't read, go read it beforehand? In blood. <laughs> and then the following two weeks, we have another weekend performance, and that's Annie Gabus. Oh, she's who, fabulous. Yes, she is fabulous, working with Jack Rose in a, a more traditional play as a stage reading called Educating Rita, which was a marvelous film uh, from the 80s, but a, a, a great stage reading play. And what else have you got coming up? Oh, my God. Well, then Lenice aforementioned Lenise, is actually in charge this year of our holiday program. 
Oh, yay. And, and uh, it's going to be a, a surprise, as she puts together, <laughs> musical and storytelling events for the holiday season. And then in the new year, we're doing our first musical in 2024. is called Edges. And it's a very contemporary musical that explores with four singer-actors growing up in the uh, as 20 and 30-somethings and confronting what happens. So it's a very young-oriented show. Uh, it was actually written by um, two 19-year-olds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, at the University of Michigan. Yep. And uh, it's a ter- terrific song cycle. Bo is directing that. And then... And then <laughs> I wish you guys could see his face. <laughs> oh my God! The most interesting thing we're doing uh, is uh, Vinegar Tom. Never heard of it? Well, it's a feminist play by Carol Churchill, and it's a musical because we get to write the music for it. So the lyrics come from the script, but the music is developed by Ben Beck. Uh, and uh, we'll be putting that completely innovative, and that comes uh, in March. I can't read this thing. The fifteenth, fifteenth through the twenty-fourth. I got these old eyes, and then we finish the scene. That's a fabulous show. It takes place in at the time of uh, witchcraft. Uh, it's but at the same time, simultaneously, it's contemporary. Right. So mm. it is an exciting. Two weekends of theater. And then we conclude the theater with a little thing that's called Hysteria, in which uh, Salvador Dali and Sigmund Freud. Oh, that should be interesting. Break each other. <laughs> so it's a great innovative season. We're, we're so thrilled with it. Uh, and it's our 13th. But see, that's what's so cool about you guys is that you bring these shows that people, I mean, maybe if you are from a big city and you know all of these, but people who grew up here, they don't know these shows. And so it's like you're getting exposed to all this incredible art and performance that you wouldn't have access to otherwise. That's what we're hoping for. It's amazing. That's what Diane and I set out to do is do something different. uh, And we try to keep that as our mission. You're pretty good at it. I think we've been pretty true to form. <laughs> so do you have subscriptions to your shows? Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Have a, are, are they on sale now? They are on sale now. They're on Eventbrite. Um, <laughs> or you can be. You can call the CRT uh, box office number, which is 386-585-9415, and leave a message. I'll get back to you, and then I'll be more than happy to take your money. We should probably think about doing that because you yeah. have 50 seats. So yeah. you, you yeah, want yeah. it, and it's going to be a, it's a great, unique yeah. experience. We have, I, I think we have about close to 50 uh, season ticket holders right now. Wow. Um, so, and That's it's 165. Great. That includes all of all seven shows, which means that you get one of them for free. Oh, that's awesome. So, so yeah. are you still auditioning for the shows, or, or have all the, the positions been filled? No, we will, we will be auditioning for uh, Vinegar Tarm. I think uh, Lenise is still auditioning the holiday program. Uh, so, yeah, we stay pretty close in terms of we like to work with what we call our CRT family. Uh, and uh, that, that keeps things really moving along. But, Amy, you got to talk about your season. I know, You must have right? some wonderful stuff coming. 
Yeah, I'd like to invite everybody to go to www.flaglerentertainment.com, and that will take you to our website. And you can watch videos of all the shows that we have coming. I would say probably the most exciting one to me, because I'm a big Whitney Houston fan, is Belinda Davids. She was featured on Steve Harvey's show at the Apollo um, as Whitney Houston. And she's from um, Africa. Her entire band is coming from South Africa. Uh, they're They're a fantastic band. Um, and she just is Whitney Houston, and it's amazing. And then we have a Michael Jackson tribute coming in February with a whole coast, a whole host of choreographed dancers. So we've tried to bring some some of the shows that we've brought before, but we've got a lot of the shows that are you know big productions rather than just someone that can sing like someone. They come with the entire backup dancers and singers and we always have live music we've tried to not have any shows that have any kind of track or our playback everything is live talk about the menopause too that is so exciting and we're we're doing the premiere of menopause (laughs) the musical part two so you think you've seen it but this is a new show where all the ladies in Menopause the Musical are on a cruise, and it's called Cruising Through the Change. <laughs> so if you can think about all the things that, that happen on a cruise, uh, you probably can think of a lot of funny things anyway. And so then you throw the um, woes of menopause in there. Um, so we've got lots of ladies already working on group tickets, um, and we have our subscribers this year. We've got close to 150 subscribers. That's folks that bought two tickets to every single show. So we're hoping to continue that, but our tickets go on sale next week, September the 12th at midnight. We picked next week because next week is National Arts and Education Week. And we want to remind everyone the reason we do these shows is because it supports the venue and makes it a better venue and a partnership. Our partnership with Flagler County Schools is all about arts and education. Your money stays right here. Your money goes to those children and making the place the best it can be. Wait, now you have to talk about the Michael Jackson show because we've talked about this stuff like offline mm-hmm. and there's some really, really cool stuff happening. Tell us about the show. Well, it's, it's called Invincible. And they have about 15 choreographed dancers. We know that because we have to come up with enough food and hotel rooms for all those folks. So that's, again, stays right here in our national, it's our economy. Um, so we're excited about that one. And if you go online and look on our website, you'll get to see him do the moonwalk and everything and see how amazing it's going to be. It's a, it, the show's been in Vegas. We also have um, Motown show that's a Smokey Robinson produced show. Um, Smokey Robinson actually um, is presenting the show sound, um, Human Nature, Sound of Motown. Uh, we have some old favorites with um, Staying Alive on Valentine's Day. Everybody's happy to see <laughs> them back. We have a group of uh, twin violinists called B-Twins. They're um, from Brazil. Both of them grew up in the slums of Brazil, and they knew a guy that made violins, and he taught them to play. They traveled the United States, and they both have master's degrees in music and violin, and they travel all over, and they do a lot of up, uplifting things, and they're going to do a performance for the students that afternoon. So it's like a really vibrant season that you've got coming on at the... Uh, the yes, we have 18 shows, and they're, they're not, they're a lot of music. Um, but we do have the Silhouettes of Christmas, which is a shadow dancing show. And if you've never seen those kind of shows, 90 minutes of shadow dancing behind a screen, those poor people can't eat anything. 
but they look really great on screen. I mean, you know, when you use your body to be a reindeer, you got to kind of watch the diet there. So, but we love them, and they'll they'll be doing a show and working with our dance groups. Um, we have the Navy Band Commodores Jazz Ensemble. We'll be giving away free tickets to that soon. So we're excited about getting started. It always seems like forever before we get to get started, but. Arts Education Week was a good week to do it. So I know, like, you try to connect the professional performers to the students in the schools. Are they going to have an opportunity to kind of interact with any of those folks this year? Yes, especially with the silhouettes, the light of Christmas. Um, that one will be um, the dancing part. And then the B-Twins, that show is really geared. They do a lot of social media, and they do a lot of uh, – they have a lot of music, and all the music's very uplifting and appropriate – Um, but a little bit more modern, a little bit more contemporary. Our board voted to bring that as more of an arts and education offering as something that we just really, really hope that the students will come to um, that may not come to the other shows. So is the ballet on the the list this year? No, I think the ballet actually booked in Daytona this year, so we don't have them this year, but maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if people want to get subscriptions, they're on sale for both uh, CRT and the fits this year is that right right our subscriptions end um on monday of next week on the 11th because on the 12th we open the tickets up to everyone but if you want to pick your seat and save that seat for the entire season then you can buy a subscription anytime this week so that means this weekend you need to go ahead and pick up your tickets if you'd like to get one for the the fitzgerald performing arts center well actually i have to call for subscribers so you need to call before friday or before monday (laughs) call on monday and diane how about for you guys yeah, we are available online at um, eventbrite.com, or you can go to the website, crtpompcoast.com, and click, you know, buy the tickets, and you can purchase your season pass there. We are so small that we don't offer um, seat uh, choices. It's it's general admission, and it's on a first-come, first-served basis. Um, so, Yeah. But you have wine and snacks, and it's a great reason to come early, right? Absolutely. (laughs) It's a lovely little lobby, and um, there's an outdoor place that you could just hang out before the show comes on. So if you don't know where City Repertory Theater is located, it's at City Marketplace right there in the heart of Palm Coast, uh, not too far from the Walmart and also the Winn-Dixie. I always reference grocery stores because I love to eat. We like to say we're upstairs from From Dominic's Dominic's Deli. People know that. It's uh, Suite B207. Perfect. They do a tremendous job. So crtpalmcoast.com. That's where I can get my subscription. That's correct. (laughs) Sold sold more tickets for you today, right? Yep. Awesome. Two of our our most ardent and and favorite uh, uh, audience members are Mary Beal, who (laughs) ran theater at uh, Palm Coast High School for many, many years, and Alana Fitzgerald, uh, the the wife of... uh, Dennis. 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 Mm-hmm. The two of them worked very hard so they that did. we even exist. And they pile around quite a bit, don't they? I think I got pictures of them together at the yes. auditorium. Yes, they do. Well, they put together a lot of musicals together over the years because Elena was always the musical director and Mary Bill was the drama teacher. Right. So the two of them, they know musicals because they've put on quite a few. Yes, I think Mary Bill actually did the first show you have with the young Ruby Young People probably about 15 years ago. Yeah, it's been around a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good yeah. show, though. It's a fun it show. It is a good show. It's, 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 it's not fun. not the way to have a romance, though. It doesn't. Sound no, like. it no. 
So oh, we just want it's to... fun. Of course. You need a I little. love you. You're perfect now. Yeah, change. change. How's that going to work <laughs> out? Story of life. All right. So thanks for coming in today. And um, we would just remind everybody supporting arts and education and supporting our local theater. It's really important uh, to keep high quality entertainment going here in Flagler County. So thanks, you guys, for being here. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. Thank you. All at once. So thank you to Coastal Cloud, Joe Wright, and the Quantum Family of Businesses, WNZF News Radio, and Flagler News Weekly for sponsoring our show. And we'll see you at the theater. Have a great week.